And welcome back. Okay. Oh, it's a little echo there. And welcome back, motherfucker. <laughs> okay. And welcome back. I got it right this time. <laughs> yeah. To another story of the Baltimore County Family Podcast. On our way to Virginia Beach for Pharrell is something in the water. Two up, two down. Shout out to the Virginia Commonwealth area. Virginia Beach, Virginia. Teddy Riley is from Harlem, but still, he's a Virginia <laughs> native for the most part. Uh, clips. Everybody got Savage back from. What up? What up? Uh, what up? Who are you on? Uh, live from the A2. Yeah, so <laughs> this is great. Oh, um, what, what a day! Yeah, what a, what man. Adventure. Like this is going. We got four fucking hours. So <laughs> I just wanted to present some content for y'all. I'll probably put out same day. I got shit to do besides go to this festival. I could probably edit in a room and shit like that. But uh, yeah. So I wanted to know like how how was your journey? You know you um. You know, you just tell them about like yourself and like what part of the branch you're in and stuff. Um, so you know, 25 now. Uh, I'm in the Air Force. Been in for five, almost six years in January. And, Damn, um, for real? Yeah, it's like six years. 2020 is my ETS. That's when I'm supposed to get out. But that's another story. We'll talk about that another day. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, man. But I was in Korea, Gunsan. Uh, like south of South Korea and then from there I went to Hawaii and I was in Hawaii for about a month but uh I was saying that after being in Korea first off it was just different and when I say different you notice as soon as you get off the plane as far as like the air quality and I was wondering why people were wearing masks until I started to look up the air quality and I noticed how different it is over there. So like in Maryland, where I'm from, like where I live at Glen Burnie, the air quality on like a good day is about 31. In Korea, on just your average day, it's about 160, 170. And to uh, put that in perspective, when they had those wildfires in uh, California, uh-huh. after when I got the ash and all that shit was in the air, the, uh, the air quality was about 300. So in Korea, that's just a, a one, 175, 185. Like that's just like a normal day. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's why they wear the, uh, the they wear the mask. So when I found that out, shit, I can start copying the mask. <laughs> that's real. Like, and then you notice it too, though. Like, um, you start to get like nauseous. You lose, uh, you lose your appetite. You get headaches. Like, you get sick. People out there coughing and shit. Like, it's it's real, man. You gonna take a uh, take fifty? But oh, um, sure, I can't get old. Man, I want to get over so bad. I'm trying to make myself get over. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. So I mean, just the air quality alone is different. What, at night, yeah. The okay. next, the next one coming. Okay. At night, it's so like smoggy in that air that uh, you can't see the stars sometimes. Yeah, it's it's that bad. Like so, I start off with that because, in my opinion, that was just the, that was the worst part about it. Everything else was good. Like other than that, the air quality, but everything in Korea was like phenomenal. It was. It was overwhelming at first because, like I said, you the foreign over there. When you go out, you the only one that speak English. You the only one that really look like you, unless you see somebody in the military. But we weren't going to the places that everybody was going to, like all the, the known hype places. I was ducked off and like where I was getting my tattoo at. That mm-hmm. was called Chonin. It's like a two and a half hour train ride. And when I would come back to base and tell people like, "Yeah, I went to Chonin this weekend," they like, "What the fuck is that?" So I knew it was really like low key ducked off. Mm-hmm. So how'd you find that? Um, so I was trying to get this tent done at this spot called Soul Inc. And yeah, this is a diss to Soul Inc. Fuck Soul Inc. Um, <laughs> so why did they drop the diss record? So, so like, I, had, I went there and like I had like I had somewhat of a sleeve, just like different parts of my arm done. But I, all I wanted them to do was just throw some shit in the empty space and just tie everything together. I didn't want them to cover it up. I didn't want them to. You know what I mean? Because a lot of artists don't like to touch somebody else's work. Yeah. So I didn't want them to do that. I just wanted them, like I said, to tie everything together, fill in every space. So I went to them, and before you even, like, speak with an artist, you have to have a, uh, what's that shit called? Um, I forgot what it is. But it's basically like you go and you talk to someone. Oh, uh, consult, uh, cons- consultation or Consultation. Something? That's what it's called, consultation. So you, you got to have a consultation with somebody who's, basically like a shop apprentice 
but they didn't really know much about tattoos or like, you know, I don't know why you got to talk to this person. But so you tell them what you want, give me an idea. And then they'll, they're like, okay, well, based on what you told us, you might want to get in touch with this artist. So we'll reach out to this artist for you. And if they want to work, if they want to work on your arm, we'll get back to you. So I'm like, all right. So they ended up, yeah, this is getting a little spicy. So they ended up, <laughs> they ended up like hitting me up. I'm like, yeah, you know, it was four artists there. They're like, none of them can work on your arm. They said it's too hard to work around. Basically, like just being like bougie, stuck up, and uh, just, I don't know. In my opinion, just being petty. Mm-hmm. So I said, fuck them. And I wasn't gonna get a sleeve, but bro, it was so cheap out there. I really wanted to get one because for what I got. Back home, it would have been like twenty five hundred. Over there, I paid a stack. In their money, I think it was like a million one, which is only like it's like a thousand dollars. So, kept looking, kept looking, and I found this dude. His IG name is Kumsung Tattoos. Kumsung. Boy, you got it. Like killer K U M. Is it K U M S? O-N-G. Oh, his name. Uh-huh. So, I came across his IG, and I'm looking at his work, and his work is, like, traditional, like, Japanese traditional, like, I don't know if you ever heard of, like, Yakuza, mm-hmm. but it's, it's, like, it's that style, you know what I'm saying? It's, like, oh, in Japan, it's, like, a lot of gangs have it. Didn't really know that before I got it, but, you know, right, I did my it. research, and I found that out while I was getting this shit. So, I hit this dude up. Japanese gang. <laughs> I'm gonna find out what I gotta throw up. <laughs> they gonna throw that shit up. When we out there, they gonna throw that shit up. And I'm gonna be like, oh, we are safe. We ain't gonna die out here. We got hood niggas that fuck with us. And the other side. But, uh, so I hit this dude up. And out there, they don't really do the whole like texting and shit. They use like basically like a WhatsApp here, but it's their form of it. Okay. So I hit him up. He was cool. He hit me back within like a couple of hours and was just like, uh, yeah, you know, I'd be excited to work with you. To be honest with you, I think um, I was uh, the first like black person that he's ever tattooed. Okay. Just looking through his page, I didn't see, you know what I mean? I didn't see anybody that looked like us. But uh, he hit me back a couple of days later, if not a day later. He, uh, he like took the pictures I sent him of my arm and he drew stuff around it and was like, you know, is this something that you, you got in mind? So I'm like, yeah, bet. So told me where he was and when I put it in my Google Maps, I'm not my Google Maps, like my Apple Maps or whatever, just my maps, it's like an hour away. Now, over there, you can't use your shit, you know what I'm saying? You got to download, it was called something Navi. And when I put it in in that app, it was like two hours away. So that's when I realized, like, I don't know what's going on with the maps over here, but that shit is fucked up. Like, it doesn't show traffic there or nothing. Like, it was weird. So, um, so yeah, I go and meet him. I walk in, and I'm like, hey, what's up, man? Like, I'm Josh. Nice to meet you. Blah, blah, blah. I start talking, and then he's like, like, put his finger up. He's like, wait. And I'm like, what you mean? So he went to his phone, and all of our conversations happened over Google Translate. Okay. So we spent maybe about 30 minutes to an hour a day just conversation. Like, because I'm like, bro, like, the first time I went to him, it was just like a put the stencils on me. You ready? All right, get tatted. So it's like... I kind of wanted to talk to him, you know what I mean? Like, get to know him, just figure out, you know, because tattoos in Korea are, are like, somewhat forbidden. Uh-huh. So you got to be in duck-off spots. Like, even the spot I went to, it was like an Empire Towers or like a Crane Tower type of thing. Mm-hmm. And um, you walk in, and it was basically like I was going to, like, a, I mean, it looked like, this shit looked sketchy as fuck. So I ain't going to, they got a cardboard on front of their car. This shit was, this shit was sketchy. It was sketchy as fuck. Hold on, we taking, uh, I'm pretty sure we got to take. Richmond? Hold on. Oh, shit. See, people with Samsung don't understand how clutch and fast Apple is, bro. Like, I just did that, and not even, yeah, you got to take 7A. Was this 7A? Yeah, fucking take it. <laughs> it's got to be. It's got to be. I think I said a six. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that was clutch. Hey, yo. I'm like, Richmond? <laughs> that looked like Virginia. I know that's Virginia. I'm fucking. So, uh, yeah, so whatever. I get in there, put the stencils on, tattoo them, and uh, 
ain't, we ain't really talk much that day. I had a, one of my, my co-workers with me, and he was basically there shooting. His Instagram name, I think, is Mac Photos. He's, like, a big reason why I'm even into photography right now. Dope dude, fucking gym animal, um, good dad, good husband, like, all them things. Great dude, one of my mentors. But, uh, the second time I brought someone else with me, but, like, I'm like, bro, this dude, he's just, the way he was, he just seemed like a cool-ass, like, interesting person. I'm like, bro, like, so I pick up my phone and we start talking on the Google Translate. You know what I mean? Just found out little things about him and, like, where he was from and just shit like that. Because I've never seen a tattoo artist with no tattoos. Huh? You know what I'm saying? So when it's I... It's like a skinny chef. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I'm like, I asked him, I'm like, you don't have any tattoos? Uh, he, ended up, <laughs> he, he ended up having uh, one tattoo. He said it was on his thigh. But that was it. And it wasn't even, like, a big tattoo. And he said he, was only, he only tattooed for five years, which I also thought was, like, amazing, bro, because his work... His line work, his his just his color, that's just amazing. Like the pieces I saw on his page, like it really. I'm just like fucking. I'm just gonna hit him up and go see. But like he did, like I'm talking like back of the neck down to the your, uh, your Achilles. He's doing pieces like that on people over there. So uh, I had seven sessions. All of my sessions were probably like four four to six hours a piece. So I was I spent a lot of time with this nigga. You get what I'm saying? And uh. He ordered food for us, like this is a certain kind of food. I don't really, I don't remember like the name of it, but I just, I put in the Google Translate, I want shrimp rice and like shrimp fried rice and some soup and all that stuff. And like the fact, the service over there, bro, is just incredible. Like I'm talking from the moment he put the phone down, I can wash my hands, sit down, maybe like bullshit on my phone for maybe like five minutes, five, 10 minutes and they're at the door. Wow. At like seriously like and they they give you hard plates like the Chinese like it was like a basically like a like a Chinese carryout. Mm-hmm. They give you hard plates like actual bowls. You know what I mean? It ain't like no they, they bring it in like the little I don't know the white cartons that you know what I mean. That's uh-huh. not like that. They actually bring you plates wrapped in saran wrapped and all that shit it was cool. Um, what else, man? So that was like most weekends when I was there. I would just go out there until my tattoo was finished. But while being out there, we would get this hotel. The hotel was like $60 a night, bro. It had heated floors. I'm sorry? $60 a night for a hotel room with heated floors, two beds, shower. You ever used a bidet? Oh, the shit that wash your butt? Yes. They had those, nigga. <laughs> they had those, nigga. <laughs> like, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, the first time I, like, I used one of them bitches was in Guam. So I'm like, oh, these bitches, like, they actually... To me, man, it's clean as hell. Like, I fuck with it. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I carry uh, dude wipes. It's a, you know, form of, like, basically flushable wipes. Uh-huh. And I feel like if you're not using, like, baby wipes, dude wipes, whatever kind of wipes in 2019, like, yeah, you walk around with a shitty ass. That's a fact. You feel me? And like, that's, that's why a nigga's drawers probably look like shit. Yeah. Like, and, and I feel like me, myself. Bitches like, don't a, like that. Exactly. I'm a clean dude. And, I, you know, I mean. I respect women enough to make sure that I'm clean if they ever gonna do anything. I don't get my ass hit or nothing like that. <laughs> but, I mean, the, shit, hey, the shit right across the street from each other. You get what I'm saying? Hey, hit a ball, That's destination. Whoa! Yeah, you know what I mean? Sometimes they want to get get in with the Gucci. You know what I'm saying? And that's 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 right out front. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Yeah. In the front. So uh, knock knock. So. <laughs> that so like the hotel room was clutch you get what i'm saying sixty dollars the, the train ride like i said it was a two-hour train ride that was like 17 dollars okay so pause you went to school in new york right yes what queens. is it okay uh yeah shout out to queens yeah. um so what is the difference between riding their trains in new york versus riding one in korea is Nigger. it as crowded or what, what's the culture like Nigger. talking is it's like disrespectful if your music is up too loud, it's disrespectful. Um, if you see a, a elderly person, you give up your seat. So it's if you were raised properly, yes. that's how you act, yes. like manners, yes. and integrity, yes. and shit so like, like that. People not on there. I mean, unless it's little kids because they don't know any better. Uh-huh. They're they're probably the only ones that's on there like laughing and loud. And people see that and they they understand and they respect that. But other than that, man, that you don't talk. You know what I mean? The only, the most you might say is hey, you in my seat. And even us, that's us saying that. They don't understand us. All they do is point at the ticket, and then you, you looking up like, damn, like, oh, shit, I'm in the wrong seat. Mm. But uh, besides that, man, it's just 
over there, bro, respect is so big. And that's probably like the, the biggest thing or the most important thing that I took from over there because I realized how like they just embrace us. And like I said, we the foreigners over there. We asking for help. We are like pointing shit on the menu. Like sometimes I felt like I was being rude or disrespectful, but they understand. Over here, you switch the roles or you switch you switch the places around me. You switch the you know what I mean the the setting around, and it's different. Like we rude to people, we don't help people. Like it's a oh, you know what I mean. Like yeah. people quick to to just shun somebody. Mm -hmm. Have an attitude. Yeah, and it's like damn, bro. They don't treat us like they they paint the picture as if over there is bad. Or they, or like they don't fuck with us But it's nothing like that yo And once I realized that I noticed how Like rude Ignorant Disrespectful Impatient um, Inconsiderate That's how Americans are mm -hmm. And Entitled Yeah Yes Big like, like Yes yo So it's like I don't hate America Cause you know It's where I'm from It's home mm -hmm. But knowing what I know now I will move Like to another country if I could just up, like, just, just dip. Just, like, take my family, know, know another language tomorrow. I would just up and just go somewhere else. I hear I that get, I get we have, yeah, I get we have, quote, unquote, the best of the best. But really, man, it don't, to me, it don't mean anything because people don't appreciate it. Mm -hmm. And people don't, most importantly, like myself, bro, people don't appreciate each other. Yeah. And, like, over there, like I said, respect. Um, from drinking. Say you out drinking. The youngest person pours all the drinks. When somebody pours a drink for you, you touch the glass as a sign of respect. Um, you pour the oldest person's drink first. Um, it's a hierarchy. Mm -hmm. uh, what else? When somebody hands you something or you give somebody something, you do it with both hands. Or if you're not, if you don't do it with both hands, you like touch your, like you may touch your stomach or touch your arm, touch your wrist. Whatever You always want to show that You know it's a, it's a sign of respect Like you know what I mean You don't throw shit on the counter You don't hand people shit You're not looking away Talking on your phone Like it, it's just Respect is real big Yeah man That shit was And that stood out to me a lot Service wise McDonald's over there You wouldn't You don't have a problem eating there Or you don't feel bad eating there mm -hmm. You know what I mean It's clean as fuck You can eat off the floors mm -hmm. The service is phenomenal like, um, I don't know. McDonald's over there, like an upscale restaurant. To me, it's like a five-star restaurant, bro. Like, the food, when it comes out and you open up whatever you get, it looks like the pictures mm -hmm. of whatever you get. Um, so, um, let me, let me see. Compare your first day going into Korea to your last day. What did you take from it outside of, you know, the, the uh, respect and just, like, what what are you when you do have children like what are you going to say your fondest memory and stuff like that when it comes to being in Korea experience in another country like that being scared letting them know that it's okay to be uncomfortable mm. and that's and that, that's just not just like I took that from Korea and now I can apply that shit to anywhere and I tell them if we were to move tomorrow it's okay you get what I'm saying it's okay to be uncomfortable it's okay to be nervous scared all of those things but the people, wherever you're at, should like give you that that reassurance that you're okay, that you're safe, that you know you know your life not in danger, like that kind of thing. So I I, I became comfortable with being uncomfortable, man. Because like I said, the first time I ever left base, I was scared. Cause like I couldn't read any signs. It's not like they have something in there, like you know what I mean, in Korean, and then under it it's in English. Like nah, fuck us. You I mean it's their country? You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? It's, they're not really like worried about if we can read something or not. So it's just that, like, if your phone dies, or if you don't have one, which is Korean money, but you, you asked out, unless you find that one person that speaks English. And then you like, oh, like when you find them, it's like having water after being in the desert, maybe like, <laughs> you like, you speak English? They're like, yes. Yeah. Like, oh my, you're like, yo, what the fuck? Nah, I'm trying to get to this. Like you, and, and it's like, and that's another thing. Like we rude as fuck when it comes to that. like. So there, when you when you meet somebody, you greet them. It's not just like like here. If somebody's lost, they just go, "How you get to over there?" It's like, "Hey, how you doing?" You know what I'm saying? They they they, they greet you, bro. Uh -huh. But uh, so like yeah, my first day to my last day, I would say when I left, 
I was cool with going out and like trying to engage and interact with, with their people. And like I noticed it when we went to a club one time, right? We went to a club for a hundred dollars, bro. One zero zero. We got a table or a section. We got three bottles. We got French fries. I remember your uh, IG post. We got chasers. $100? In total. In total. We paid 30 to get in. But when we got in, we like, oh, it was like $100 for a whole sex for all this? Like, yeah, come on. Hell uh, yeah, pretzels. Uh, <laughs> you know pretzels? What I'm and it's like, uh, it's the people cool. So, like, like I said, we were the only ones that spoke English majority of the time. So, we out, and people coming up to us, and it may be, say if it's a group of four, it'll be one in the group who can speak a little bit of English. And so she'll come up like, hey, but hey, tell your friend she, she look good. Oh, you know, you say you look good. She laughing and shit. She whispers something in her ear. She tell her, it's just like that, man. And I just have a, well, what we doing? <laughs> All right, so boom, we done came to a, literally a fork in the road. We can even go to Richmond or Alexandria. And that's a big difference. I'm going to say Richmond now, right? Okay, just go straight. Just go That's straight. GBS <laughs> got a whole attitude like nigga. You see me? You see me? But um, I so and what was you saying? Your last day was like like how how was it leaving there? Like, did you not want to leave? Or were you like to the point? It's like, all right, I'm cool. Let's go to the next journey. I got tired of cold weather, man. Uh, I got tired of like wearing hella shit and then going to wherever you're going. So say you go to the club or some shit, you gotta take all that shit off and then you and then you sweat and you go outside. It's cold as shit. Or being out and like it would it would seem like it felt good and then it's getting cold as a bitch. Like, nah, nigga, I'm still here. Like, hey, we're not going. I was ready to go to Hawaii, man. Cause I, I've been to Hawaii before. Man, you gonna stay on this one? Man. With this one is. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, look. But, uh, that nigga got confused too. Like, yeah, my nigga, we <laughs> we all was confused. Like, it's like, oh shit. Like, nigga, you about to hit that median and shit. But um, all right. So how was getting to Hawaii? That um, that flight from Korea to Hawaii. Like, what is that like? What is even like going from? How? What was the? Uh, no, like, what's what was like the itinerary for coming from Maryland to Korea? Like, what did you have to go to? Oh, so from Maryland to Korea, we always stop in uh, in Alaska. Okay. We stop in Alaska for like two hours, maybe an hour, and then they gas up. When we get back on, we fly seven sixty sevens. You know, mm -hmm. some oh, I'm not gonna we don't we don't all fly those. So it's split up. How they do it? You got a main body. You got Essen. You got Avon. And it's basically like a different groups of people going at different times. So like everybody doesn't fly on military planes. Okay. That's what I'm saying. So you know, 767s among the big motherfuckers. They got three meals for you when you get on there, like all that shit. Mm. But yeah, we stopped in Korea. I mean, I'm sorry, in Alaska. From Alaska, we got we went to Korea, and it was probably like 17 hours in total. Mm. And then from Korea to Hawaii, I think it was nine hours, and that was a straight flight. But it's, it's, it's weird, bro, because I went from being 16 hours ahead to being six hours behind in Hawaii. So when you fly, they're like, yeah, we're leaving on the 19th, but we're going to get there on the 18th. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Back so to it's the like future time, and shit. Yeah, I feel like you, in a sense, you like fucking traveling back in time. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, yeah. So that, that's just the fights. The fights was cool. Like the, going to Korea, I flew on a seven sixty seven, and then coming back from Hawaii, I flew on a uh, on a military plane, C seventeen. So like that's where all the cargo, motherfuckers was sleeping on the floor. I had a sleeping bag. It was cool, man. And it, 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 it also when, when people say motherfuckers like, yo, we're trying to go to DC this weekend, and they like, man, it's it's far, it's a long drive. Who the fuck is that? Bro, that's what I be telling you know, people, yeah. Like, an hour drive, but even like, fucking, I would say once you get to like six, seven hours, all right. But like, if, if, we, if we can hop in a car and just go somewhere and spend a day there and then come back and do that shit all in one day, bro, that's not fun. 
That's what I tell people all the time. Like, you know the mindset of people in Baltimore. It's like they only want to know Baltimore until somebody goes somewhere else and they're like, oh, this shit was fire. Then you tell them and then they be like, eh. Like, prime example, right? Me and my homegirl, Jazz, shout out to Jazz. She's my actually my photographer for a lot of, almost all my pictures. Um, so she, uh, we found this um, egg roll spot out here, out in Virginia. It's an egg roll spot, and they do all kinds of egg rolls. Oh, it's called uh, Mega Mega Roll um, on IG. And uh, I came to work, and I never forget. It. And he was like, "What? You, you went to you went to Virginia for an egg roll?" I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like it's really not that bad. You feel me? But that's normally the mindset of." a lot of people in Baltimore it's like they're resistant immediately instead of trying it and you're like yo it's really not it's not that far it's not that bad you had the right person or even if you buy yourself you can find shit I think the biggest thing is people hate talking to people they are scared they are petrified to open up and talk to other people um and it's like I've been in places been in New York I've been in New York walking into <laughs> walking into a foot action and I'm like, how y'all doing? Niggas look at me like I'm stupid. Like <laughs> and they're angry. <laughs> like, yo, like, like and I told my homegirl was like, yo, you southern and shit. I was like, no nigga, I just was raised. Like you into a room, you speak. Like it ain't it ain't hard. It ain't hard at all. You feel me? Like but um so not to digress. But so Getting to Hawaii. Was that your first time going to Hawaii? No, that was my second time. Okay. My first time was before I had went to Guam. Okay. I stopped there for maybe like four or five days. Mm -hmm. So I didn't get to do nowhere as much as I did my second go around. So I basically just the first time I went, hit a couple food spots, hit the uh, hit the motherfucking beach, one of the like the beach right off the, uh, the resort or the hotel in Waikiki. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <Kiki> <laughs> the second time, like I said, we were there for like about a month, and uh, but we did everything. Like I literally did. I mean, like all the shit that I could do as far as being in the military, I was smoking all that shit. But we hit like five or six different beaches. Every beach we went to was different as far as the sand was different, or the water was different, the waves were different. Eat at all these different food spots, brunch, dinner, lunch. Um, we saw it was two festivals while we were out there. 25th anniversary. Well, I forgot the name of it, but supposedly it was. It's this group in Japan, this company organization, and uh, they are known for like the best fireworks in the world, top fireworks in the world. Mm -hmm. So we just so happened to be there and catch that shit. Fucking big ass parade down the street. Hell of people sitting on the beach and bro, these fireworks were for like 45 minutes. And that's a long time for some fireworks. Yeah. And I'm talking like they put on a show, like they had like images in the air with the fireworks. Like shit's spelling out shit. Or the shit's like it's pictures. Like I ain't never seen fireworks like that in my life. So that was tight. Um Yeah, we did all kinds of shit, man. Um so what is the culture like in Hawaii? It's real real like, like you ever seen Rocket Power? Remember that show? Cartoon Network? Uh, was it Cartoon Network? Nah, I feel like it was Nickelodeon. Dang, you don't know Rocket Power? That's why they like, Shake Shack on that motherfucker. Damn, bro. <laughs> but it's just basically like that, like the real laid back, like surfer, like, like people walking uh, around with no shoes on, no shirt. You get what I'm saying? It's real like down to earth people there once you get outside of the tourist area like people love the water there you can tell people just love they love hawaii yo i mean it's once you're there for so long i feel like you be trying to go you, you want to get away from there but like like people like california people love hawaii like they, they love their, their homeland so um how would you compare that how would you compare that to career like was that like the was that you feel like that was like a a good transition like all right i know i'm going home so this is what i expect like when i go all right so you said it was like a respectful environment in korea mm -hmm. 
So was it like that in Hawaii and then just like gradually adjusting yourself to get back into how you live in Maryland or how people react to things in Maryland? Um, so in Hawaii, like we were staying at like, you know what I mean, in a touristy area, mm -hmm. but people on vacation, so they hella friendly, you get what I'm saying? They trying to, they just trying to mingle and get drunk and all that. Mm -hmm. We ventured off like every day, we did something different. And we would go to all the local spots, local beaches, and just local restaurants, mom and pop shop joints, like just shit like that. And the people in Hawaii still, like, bro, everybody just chill. Everybody just happy. It seems like people just happy to be alive. People happy to, like, so, like, driving right now, it'd be a, you would see water from the beach or from the ocean. You see mountains, palm trees, rainbows. Just the rain, they call it the rainbow state. I don't know if you know. Yeah, that, yeah. The rainbows are perfect. When I say perfect, like, see the beginning and the end of the motherfucker, like literally. And that right there alone. Oh, I got easy pass. I was ready to say, you got easy pass? Yeah, that's right around. And we took it to, uh, to the Dreamville. I was floating, I'm telling you, 100. Ain't no police on this. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, man, it was it was still like love, it was still respect, people still embracing you, like, your shit was, it was dope. But, and I, I knew how, I wouldn't say, man, fuck it. Maryland is depressing. Oh no, it is. It's very depressing. And it's like, my county, like, from the people to just how it looks to what's available, it's just, it's boring, man. You gotta, you gotta go so far to do shit. Or you gotta, like, really go out and get away to meet or find these people. You know what I mean? Like, anything, like, close to how they are in Hawaii. But you gotta go pretty far. Like, you gotta get away from, like, racist people, you gotta get away from ignorant and rude people, the people that's in a rush. Ain't nobody in a rush. Why do you think that, though? Like, why do you think the, the mentality for Maryland in general, because it's the same thing in Baltimore, like, why do you why do you think that is? Like, do you think that's, like, people just chalk it up of, that's how I grew up, so that's how I am kind of thing? It's like a 95, though, right? This was really your second time. And when you leave, like, what did you take from Hawaii in general, whether it be from locals that you met or just your experience? Like, what did you take from that experience in totality? Oh, I love that word. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, what I took from it, bro, honestly, is I don't belong in Maryland. Mm. Not right now. That, that's what I took. I don't, I don't belong. Like, it's, I say I'm too happy. And that's, that's a big reason why I don't want to be in the military anymore. It's because I'm too happy for the people. And I'm too happy for this shit. Like, people are like low-key, but they miserable. They're, or they're going through shit and don't know how to deal with it. Or they're dealing with it the wrong way. Instead of expressing yourself, man, talk. You know what I mean? Shit bothering you. It's okay to feel those emotions. To be sad, um, you know, upset, mad, whatever. It's okay. Like, let that shit out. So it's like... In the military, they they keep that shit inside, so it becomes very stressful. And now you got a stressed person who comes to work stressed, who goes to home, their, their wives stressing them out, or they're like they're stressed out because they're never home, they're always going away. It's just a whole lot of stress, anger, like all that shit. So me, bro, I'm a happy ass person. Like I'll try to, I made the military what I wanted it to be. I go to work, I geek, I laugh, we have fun. I put them on to music, or like I put them on to some shit. When I first got there, 
like, oh, these fucking millennials, like, y'all just young, this and that. But I got some of the old dudes doing some, like, older dudes doing some of the shit that they probably never thought that they would be doing, like, as far as listening to music or wearing a certain thing and shit like that. So it's like, bro, I feel like I have a big influence on people because of my personality. Like, I'm not afraid to approach somebody and talk to them. You get what I'm saying? Or just ask them for anything. Like, oh, man, bro, I give compliments. A lot of people can't give a compliment. A lot of dudes, I'm going to yeah. say, they can't take a compliment. If, if, if somebody says something, if another dude, like, bro, what you got on? It shit smell good. They look at you like, you know what I mean? Like, like you trying like, to get yeah, it. But like, I'm like, bro, like, no, nah, like, that, I like cologne, bro. I have a, a whole lot of like, cologne I like to wear. I like, I like my fragrances, but it's just shit like that, man. I, and I feel like being in Hawaii, I need to be outside more. I like being in the beach or on the beach. I like being in the sun. I like like being in the water. Um, I like hiking, going like different trails and shit. I like that. And like in Maryland, you gotta go kind of far to, to really get to like, nigga, we hiked, we were like 1,700 feet up. That's how like, to put that into perspective, I think the Twin Towers are like, or is it the Twin Towers or the Empire State Building? One of them are like, is like 500, and 500 feet. Uh -huh. We were 1,700 feet up. And that was from when y'all was hiking? What, yeah, in, was in Hawaii. In Hawaii, okay. Was, in Hawaii, yeah. no, was that where you was doing the pull-ups? Yeah, like it was like a, it was you were doing pull-ups on a rock. It was, I want to say it was like a colorful rock or something like that. Back home. How are you comparing both places to back home? 
what was the what was like the biggest adjustment you had to do if any um and uh just going out and about like people treating you like how, how are people treating you now the first thing that i noticed i was home for maybe like two or three days and uh the sun felt different it's, it's, i don't know that sounds crazy but just how the sun hits you or how it how it feels it just feels different um that and then the service i went out for my niece's birthday we went to like a it was a chinese it was like a hibachi spot and they had us waiting to be seated for over an hour that was a i like i was i was i got pissed off because that's all i could I, that's all i kept saying was yo I would have been in and out of this bitch three or four times if I was in Korea. They might eat, all that, like. So that, that pissed me off, and that's when I realized, like. And, and another thing, bro, you, they don't like to be tipped. For wow. the service that they give you, I'm talking the service is crazy. For the service you get, if you tip them, it's like they take it as you saying that they need money. And they're like, oh, we don't need your money. Like, don't, don't try to tip us. Like, that's just what that's their jobs, yo. They're happy to do their jobs. And, and that's just that. But yeah, that's that's what hit me the most. Um, when I came back, I was off. Oh, all right, I'm tripping. I'm like, I think I had to slow down. I'm like, it's a hella, it's hella nose up there. Like, what the fuck is going on? And a lot of do not enters. Like, yo, like, what the fuck? Like, well, we all about to die right here. What the fuck? even look that nigga didn't even look like yo it's a stone cold killer be like you know what that shit was like you ever seen terminator with the with the nigga that was trying to kill him and shit and the nigga just looking straight i'm like okay you didn't you don't give a fuck about dying like the fuck they just like and he had the glasses on what the fuck Like the clue. 
everybody problems and like trying to deal with my shit, their shit, and still fucking wake up and go to work every day. That shit was hard, and I, and I ain't really understand why it was me. Like, I just embraced that shit, and I, I realized like one day I'm like, you know what? If not me, then who? You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And they don't call me and say they need some. Who they gonna call? Where they gonna get it from? And I got people on the other side that's like, you can't help everybody, or you can't go broke trying to help this. But I'm like, I don't sleep good at night. I got, a, I had a whole empty house, bro. Three, well, two, two bedrooms in a basement that's empty. I'm barely in that motherfucker. But like my sister, like I, it was just, it was crazy, man. So it's like I'd rather everybody live together and be happy. Stick with you for whatever for years, months. 
months, whatever. And then you have some people who like, yeah, I'm trying to come, and then they come for like two two sessions, and then that's it, or they come for like a week, and that's money. You know what I mean? That that shit is it's, it's inconsistent. her own scheduling though right like yeah okay. she can she can take whatever clients she want and, and that's like that's why I'm, I'm choosing like the the jobs or like the i'm choosing to do like bartending i'm um, just training and uh taking pictures because i can make my own schedule with those under your terms yeah and i can i can just pick up and go wherever i want when i want with those jobs I can't do that with like I, I would have to oh, wait. No, finna ride this bitch down. I'm cutting somebody off. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ha, ha, yeah, yeah. Pause though, pause though. Facts, facts, facts. Hey yo, but yeah, it closing, man. Yo, we obviously I'll be recording. I gotta find a charger while we down there for this shit for the battery pack, but. Um, we'll be recording while we down there, like maybe like a recap of the festival and shit. Nice. So, you know, as always, Baltimore County forever. <laughs>